If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Wolf Bites, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, we're going to discuss the rumors for a new Nintendo Direct and microtransactions and DLC in Animal Crossing Switch. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hi Chewie, I'm doing quite well, what about you? I'm doing well. I, you know what? This wasn't in our notes, but I decided I wanted to check in with you to see how you're doing on your New Year's resolutions, because I feel like when we don't check in, we kind of forget about them. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't do that this year, you know? <laughs> right, right. That's a good point. Yeah, it's I've actually spent quite a bit of time this weekend just Redoing things in my room and putting things away that I haven't used and make, just making everything neater. And also, speaking of Animal Crossing decorations, I put up some KK Slider stickers around the room. So there's even more KKs around. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. You know what? I Thinking about those stickers that you gave me, I kind of want to put them like all over my guitar case that I have because <laughs> uh, guitar cases like that's the place to fill with stickers you know like you yes. just need a good sticker spot um, so I might do that I, I might just like make little towns on my guitar case and be like oh this villager lives here and <laughs> you know <laughs> nice um, yeah so yeah I guess mine are do I made a lot of videos this weekend and Ooh. this podcast is you know one of them that gets made yes. and so yeah I, I feel like I'm doing well I still have not started with like the actual things that I want to improve on though because making videos I do that you know I've, I've made a habit of doing that but it's just the posting things on everything like the podcast on right. my website you know um yeah, so that's what I really need to get to. I just want to do one a day. There's like 40-something episodes now that I will have to post up, and so I'm giving myself about 50 days to do it, you know? Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully. We'll, we'll, I think we'll keep checking in just to <laughs> make sure that we're working toward these goals. Yes. Um, yeah, and I pulled out the guitar. I got a new acoustic guitar, too, and I'm just trying to think of a new jingle to go at the beginning of the videos, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe I, I feel like maybe we should have a special one for the podcast. I don't know. Oh, yet. yeah. Um, we'll see what I do. But anyways, let's get into our topics uh, now that we've checked in really quickly. And the first one is going to be about the rumored Nintendo Direct. So I don't know about all of you, but I've been seeing tons and tons of posts about, oh, the Nintendo Direct has to be happening on January 10th. So that'd be <laughs> two days from now. Um, I guess when this episode comes out, we'll know because they usually announce it like first thing in the morning, you know? Yes. Um, so that'll be when we know. Um, but for now, I, I just don't know. Uh, I guess, do you feel like we're going to get a direct in January? Yeah, I think so. You know, we've seen them before and they make sense. Everyone, pretty much everyone is, is ready for a new year. I, I understand that Nintendo likes to go by the fiscal year, so... They still have three months to go before they try to meet their goals. But everyone is excited to find out what games they're going to be buying this year. Especially towards the holidays. And I think Nintendo knows that and that's why they've done a couple of fairly big Nintendo Directs in January. So I do expect to see one um, in January. If not, maybe by March. But I think January makes more sense. And personal little note on, on my end. I haven't played as much Super Smash Brothers Ultimate as I was hoping that I would. As I just guess, I just it hasn't clicked for me just yet. So I have. I also haven't given it the time it needs. So 
I'm partly to blame. But because of that, I'm kind of hungry, you know, for some Nintendo news. So a Direct would be awesome right about now. Yeah, I think uh, funny you're saying that about Super Smash Bros. Because I'm kind of feeling the same about it. Mm. Um, like, I, I enjoy it when I play it. But I notice that I'm definitely falling into more of the casual side of the game now. I'm turning items back on. I'm playing more of the story mode type of things, the classic modes, kind of the side stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing too much of the 1v1 Final Destination type of thing that (laughs) I'd say I was pretty into back in early Smash days, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely did that a lot, like Melee. uh, Did it for Brawl. I don't know why I played Brawl that long (laughs) (laughs) because it's such a bad... (sighs) I, I mean, there are a lot of fun things about Brawl, and it sold really well and did really well, and people remember it fondly. But just the tripping, that that killed it for me. <laughs> <laughs> it killed the entire game for me, because you shouldn't be punished for being able to move right. well, yep. you know? Um, but anyways, like, I, back in those days, like, I'd play that single-player or 1v1 type of thing mm. all day, and now I'm just like, man... I just played five matches, and they all generally felt the same. And so, I don't know. I guess I'm liking more of the variety now in Smash. But oh, nice. even then, I've been playing kind of seldomly. Only sometimes do right. I pick it up and play. I'm more into, like right now, I really want to get back into Golf Story and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Nice. Um, while I wait for... Um, Animal Crossing, but also <laughs> like you have inspired me because you're you mentioned that you're trying to get through Breath of the Wild, for example, before yes. Animal Crossing Switch comes out. And now I'm just like, well, I should probably get through some games before Animal Crossing Switch comes out because right. I know <laughs> neither of us are going to be touching anything else once that's out. Like that's all we're going to be doing. Yes, you know, happily. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be great. Yeah, I like. I it's not. I, it's not like we're doing it because we have to. Right. It's we're doing it because that's literally just what we want to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I I guess I'm feeling the same about Smash, but I'm ready to see new things. So I mm. say I think we're going to see a direct in January. I hope it's not a mini direct, um, because right. that's what we got last year, you know. And mm-hmm. as soon as they announced that it was a mini direct, I was like, oh. Well, they're definitely not announcing Animal Crossing here. Yes. Because Animal Crossing is a big thing. Like, I, I know a lot of people still see it as kind of a small game, a small seller, and they couldn't be more wrong, you know? Yes. Um, because I'd say Animal Crossing, like, is even a system seller. Uh, in the case of, like, there are a lot of people who are just waiting for Animal Crossing just to buy a Switch, you know? Yes. And considering the wait be- before- between New Leaf and this new one, you know, it's it's at least six years. So we're talking a lot of years. And there's a lot of people waiting for details on this game. So it's definitely going to be a big attention grabber and a big release for the year. Yeah. And, you know, we're really running out of things that have been announced by Nintendo um like last year it was all about super smash bros you know yes and now we are essentially at it's past super smash bros past pokemon both of those games the big ones from last year have come out um they have new super mario brothers u deluxe there you go uh, (laughs) infinite um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's coming out this month, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, I think, on January 17th, so, uh, or 18th, rather, mm-hmm. um, so next weekend, I think. Yes. Um, But, yeah, like, once that game's out, we essentially don't know anything. Um, We know Yoshi is coming, we know Fire Emblem is coming. Right. And I think both of those have been slated for spring. Yes, correct. So they're going to have to have a direct really soon to let us know <laughs> when those things are coming. And, mm-hmm. you know, give us a trailer for Animal Crossing. Give us kind of more of an idea of what to expect. Um, if not this whole year, springtime at least. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we, we're we at that point where we're out of announcements and... Nintendo's really just got to take advantage of all of the new Switch owners out there 
and just let them know that, okay, you got these really awesome games this past uh, holiday for, Mm. you know, they were your gifts. And now look at all of this new stuff that's coming that you can enjoy (laughs) later this year. Right. Um, And yeah, so I just feel like they need to take advantage of that. Yes, definitely. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, they could announce all of the games or most of the games that are coming out in 2019. Just let us know. Let let the people know and show the games a little bit. And then you can go into more detail, you know, during E3 or during game-specific directs throughout the year. Whenever the game is about to be released. I can say usually like two two months or one month before each game comes out, they can do a, a specific direct. But it would be a really good thing for Nintendo to show all the games in January so that people know they're coming and they can look forward to them. Yeah, and I'll talk about that a little bit later, about kind of how I want Nintendo to handle, I guess, the directs and the news that they put out. Mm -hmm. Um, But for now, we are getting... You know, all uh, just like we're getting posts about the Nintendo Direct being rumored, we're also getting posts about people thinking that Animal Crossing could be shown off at this Direct, you know? Right. Um, for example, somebody... <laughs> I think I saw this on Reddit, but, uh, uh, but somebody shared it on our Discord. And it was essentially an announcement from the Animal Crossing Twitter handle. And... In that announcement, it said, may you have like a wonderful 2019 (laughs) or something. And everybody was like, may, that's when Animal Crossing is coming. (laughs) Of course. Um, So, you know, with that in mind, and even last year, uh, Pixelpar, that website um, slash Twitter user, I I don't know if if they go by another name, but Mm. they go by Pixelpar. Um, They, uh, I guess just to preface this, Pixelpar Back in the day, back in last year, they were the ones to pick up that the Animal Crossing website was changed and there was a new section. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, people put some more weight behind their stuff. Um, But they were also the website that said Animal Crossing could be coming earlier than we think, like quarter one or quarter two. And I don't know, I, I still don't buy it, but with that in mind, people are thinking, well, if it is coming out earlier... It makes sense to show Animal Crossing at this direct. So I guess, what do you think? Do you, I remember last time we talked, you thought they might hold it off until March or so. But are you starting to think that it's coming or it's going to be shown at January? I think so. So I, I expect a direct either January or March, you know, something in between then. And I think it would be good for Nintendo to show the game at least a little bit. I'm thinking like a five to ten second clip. And they could even give us a working title. It doesn't have to be official. And they can just say whatever release they're planning. I'm I'm expecting, you know, fall or holiday 2019. But just just show it. And they would show that one as well as any other games that are coming out this year. So it's more like a teaser uh, zizzle reel for the year. And then they can go into more details later. But I think it's it. if there's a direct soon, I think they will show Animal Crossing. I, I do expect it. A uh, five to ten second clip would kill me. <laughs> Mostly because I remember 2010, E3 2010, we had that same kind of scenario play mm-hmm. out where it was a sizzle reel. We saw five seconds of Animal Crossing New Leaf and it's so cool looking back at that because everything, like all of the assets and things weren't completed yet. They were still getting worked on. So the trees look different. The flowers look different. Um, Everything, like the text boxes look different that pop up. Um, So just everything in that like five second clip was just different from the end product of the game. But that was all we had for an entire year. And I can't go back to that. I, I just it, right. <laughs> the wait for New Leaf was the hardest thing ever, <laughs> um, especially when you think back um, to, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I guess the timeline gets really squishy with me uh, or really like t- packed tight where I played Population Growing maybe a year before Animal Crossing Wild World came out. But it also might have just been that year. Which is crazy to me because I thought I had so much time with Animal Crossing population growing, you know? <laughs> right. 
Um, but then Wild World comes out and we have a great time with it. And then, bam, like three years later, we already get City Folk, which was essentially Wild World again. But uh, it was a little better. It, it looks nice still. <laughs> I still like playing it. Yes. Um, and then after that, it was the five-year wait for <laughs> a new leaf. <laughs> and it was worth it. Um, and then I I guess I just want to make a comment about this. Um, you can tell me your thoughts too, Sergio, but... A lot of uh, I was uh, whenever I listen to discussions about like Nintendo's 2019. Of course, Animal Crossing comes up. People talk about it for a little while, and one of their big questions is: Is it going to be like the Wild World City Folk scenario, where you know we just slightly get an get a slightly updated version of the past game? And so they're wondering if that's going to happen with New Leaf, hmm. and. I don't know. I, how would you feel about that? Do you think that would happen? No, I, I, I would, I would be honestly. My, I think my, my first reactions would be excitedly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, because I, don't, I don't want a remake. I, I had enough New Leaf, and I understand they can add a lot to it, but I think it's time for a really brand new experience. We're talking going from a, a screen resolution of 240p from the 3DS. To, I just don't see why it wouldn't be 1080p on the Switch. So it's a it's a big difference. Things have to be redone, and it, it's it's a good opportunity to redo the engine and mix everything that they improved in Happy Home Designer and just keep improving on it. So I know it's a possibility. I kind of don't see it. If it does happen, I will be disappointed at first, but you know, it's more Animal Crossing, so I'll take it excitedly. Yeah, I mean, I I feel I would lean more on the side of disappointed just because I have over a thousand hours on New Leaf. Right, right. I've played New Leaf so much. I don't want to play. I, I mean, I'd play it again in like, I don't know, 10 years or so. <laughs> but right now, I don't really want to play the New Leaf again. I want to play the next thing. And you made a really good point with like Happy Home Designer. Like there were so many really new things um, Mm -hmm. decorating wise and just like mechanically into the game that came from Happy Home Designer that I feel like they just can't pass up doing that, you know? Right. They can't pass up making those improvements. Um, And I, I will also say that back when we all thought the Wii U was going to get an Animal Crossing game, to this day it doesn't have one. Just kidding, it does. <laughs> um, but it doesn't have like a mainline Animal Crossing game. Right. Regar- uh, but I think if we were to get an Animal Crossing on Wii U, it might have been a New Leaf scenario. Yes. Where they, you know, give us New Leaf just slightly upgraded with some new thing, you know? Yeah, new, and actually, yeah. <laughs> and back then, that that's what I was expecting. It was a 50-50 chance between an enhanced port or with a couple of additions or a brand new one. And, I mean, we got neither. But it, it might have been cool to get a new Leaf 2.0 or 1.5 back then because it would have been at the right time when we needed a refresher on new Leaf. You know, we had been playing it for a long time, so I think... A refresher at that time would have made more sense. But now, after so many years, I just don't think it makes sense. Yeah, it's just uh, too much time has gone past. And I don't know, I feel like Nintendo would take the time to just make a really solid new game after this much time. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going on essentially like seven years next November from the release of New Leaf which was Japan, 2012, you know? Um, So seven years, that is more than enough time to make a really great-looking game. Um, And then we also see, like, the HD Animal Crossing track in Mario Kart. Look, it looks so good. (laughs) Of course we want Nintendo to spend the time to make something like that. Yes, like, give us that. We don't (laughs) want New Leaf 2.0. so hopefully it doesn't happen because I would be disappointed. But at the end, I would play it. I'd play right. it, and I'd play it for a long time because right, right. <laughs> it's a new Animal Crossing. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, they they still added things in City Folk that overall made it a better game than Wild World. Yes. Um, so it could still be good, but I don't know. Oh, we need a new thing. 
something brand new and HD. It just needs to look good. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So I guess the topic I wanted to tell you guys about, um, or at least I, I mentioned it earlier, and I had issues with 2018's news cycle from Nintendo. Um, to me, 2017 was more exciting for the directs because at the very beginning of the year, they had the January presentation. Um, this was before the Switch was even out, you know? Right. So during this presentation, we got so many announcements for things throughout the year. Like we got Zelda, Mario, uh, Splatoon 2, ARMS, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. All huge games that were coming later in the year, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And so every direct, it was like, cool, we barely saw, like, a trailer for this game. I can't wait to see what what else we'll see for it. And mm-hmm. while we had that in our minds, we were excited for something new, you know? We wanted to see something new from just what games were coming. While, while we had that excitement, they hit us with, like, bonus an- announcements every direct, where it was like, oh... You're getting Skyrim, too. You're getting, I don't know, a bunch of different games that we didn't know were coming from that initial announcement. So they just kept stacking on and giving us more things to be excited about. Whereas 2018, to me, felt very seasonal, where it was January Direct, here's a Direct Mini, this is what you're getting in the spring. There was a March Direct, here's a Direct where you're this is what you're getting in spring slash summer and oh yeah smash is coming at the end of the year (laughs) and then e3 comes by the week before we get the pokemon announcement for Mm. let's go pikachu because at that point we didn't know we were getting two pokemon games right we didn't uh, i I guess i'm counting let's go pikachu eevee as one game and then the next generation as the second one you know um, so we didn't know we were getting two Pokemon games at that point. So week before E3, oh, Pokemon's coming at the end of the year too. Cool. And then E3 happened. Oh yeah. Reminder about what's coming out. Uh, and here's some fall games for you. Super Mario Party. And I don't know. It just felt like every direct was one new thing, one little thing. And to be fair, like Nintendo didn't have too much going on last year. Um, Right. It was a very slow year. Uh, but this year, they have a lot of things going on. A lot of things that are already, that we know are coming. Yes. We have, uh, I have a list of stuff. Um, let me see. We have <laughs> so new Super Mario Deluxe. That's coming out this month. I don't know whether the Direct is going to be before mm. or after this game releases, but it's got to be around it, you know? Yes. Um, but after that, we have Fire Emblem, Yoshi, Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion 3, and Pokemon. And then the other things that haven't been confirmed, but we know about, are Metroid Prime 4, Bayonetta 3. Yes. Um, and I guess I haven't added Demon X Machina to that little oh, yes. list either. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then uh, there's a Game Freak game coming out called Town. That looks right. great. Um, so we have a huge list of things that are coming. And so, I don't know, already I feel like this year just sounds exciting because I know these things are on the horizon. And so now I'm like, okay, cool. I can't wait to see that. And, you know, I especially can't wait to see a trailer for Animal Crossing. But now I'm also like, what else could they possibly put out? Like, that's a busy year for games already. (laughs) Um, And if they stick things like Metroid Prime 4 in there too, like... I feel like we're just going to get a big game every single month this year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, which would th- be fun. There's enough, yeah, there's enough material to do that. And it's also, it brings the opportunity to announce next year's games at E3, you know. Give more details on the ones that are coming the second half of this year. Like give gameplay demos, lengthy gameplay demos, and concrete dates. And also announce a couple for next year. So there's always, you know, a little something to look forward to in the future, but the one we care about is Animal Crossing, and, and I think we're gonna see it before E3. Yeah, and my main fear is if they do go with that like 2018 seasonal type of announcement. Um, mm-hmm. The main thing is like if Animal Crossing is say a November title, when are we going to see it? Like, uh, is it going to be after E3 at this point? It would have mm. to be during E3 for a game like Animal Crossing. But, 
it just going that seasonal path that happened last year. Right. I don't know. I, I'd feel like we'd have to wait half a year to see the first look of Animal Crossing. And that would bum me out. I'd be sad. I'd be <laughs> I'd be going to every direct and going like, all right, so like we know this game is coming, Nintendo. I know we were fine with just an announcement before, but we didn't think you'd take this long to show us the game, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. That that would be my main fear if that were to happen. Right. So basically in twenty seventeen Nintendo showed everything at the beginning. And then in 2018, they were a little more cautious and they would show one thing every little chance they had. So maybe this year they're going to go back to the 2017 way. Maybe they just wanted to try something different last year and maybe maybe it just didn't work out as well. So they might be trying something new too. Yeah, that's true. I think the only way I'd be okay with them doing like the 2018 thing is if Animal Crossing got the smash treatment. Where it's like, March, <laughs> here's the trailer, E3, here's 30 minutes of an- right. just on Animal Crossing <laughs> in our presentation. Um, the next month, oh, here's some more Animal Crossing stuff. Right. <laughs> the next month after that, oh yeah, here's your Animal Crossing Direct. Um, so if it got like the Smash treatment, I'd be totally fine. Right. Because <laughs> um, we deserve it. I, I feel like we're all great. And we should be able to see Animal Crossing like that every time. Right, right. It's been six or seven years. We, we do deserve it. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into our next topic. It's another big one. And I think it's another one that a lot of us are afraid of. Um, speaking of fears, but this is Animal Crossing DLC or microtransactions. So one of the big things with Animal Crossing Pocket Camp was leaf tickets. And... I think a lot of the community has been really afraid of seeing leaf tickets or some sort of in-game currency that we have to buy with money. You know, we're just afraid of that showing up in Animal Crossing Switch. Right. Um, So uh, let's start this off. (laughs) Do you think this game is going to get microtransactions that that are like leaf tickets and that sort of thing? Mm, Maybe not so much microtransactions, but... You you may recall that back when New Leaf was out, even before it came out, Nintendo was, I would say, like a little bit adamant or almost proud of saying that, you know, we're getting a, a new a new Animal Crossing game out soon, and there's not gonna be paid DLC, and they they tooted that a long time, and that was very nice of them, of course, and I think it made sense at the time, but the way that games are made now, and even the, the the way that some or a lot of us as gamers expect DLC for some of the biggest games, I think this will be the first mainline Animal Crossing game that is going to have paid DLC, not so much microtransactions, but I'll go into more detail later on on how I think they're going to price it out and structure it. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, it, and I do remember that. Like, Nintendo was very proud to not do paid dlc for a Mm -hmm. bit and since the switch that's been very different we've gotten dlc for both zelda splatoon um xenoblade chronicles 2 had big dlc um i think the only like huge nintendo game that hasn't gotten like a big paid dlc update is essentially mario odyssey right yeah that's right yeah, I, I guess Kirby hasn't either. Um, there's some different things. Mario Tennis. Uh, the DLC there is essentially paid because you have to get online to get some of it. Mm, um, that's a good point. So, so yeah, I think Nintendo in the past was very much trying to send out games that were as complete as possible, but and then like updated gradually over time. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Splatoon 2 still gets, like, both of those things, where it was updated a lot during um, the, you know, the two years that it's been out. Yes. Uh, I think it's now hit, like, kind of the end of that, um, because they have to start working on Splatoon 3 at some point, you know? Um, (laughs) So, yeah, it's been getting updated, but then it also got, like, the premium DLC, where you had to pay for it, and it was a new story mode, you could play as Octolings, um, that sort of thing. Right. Um, 
So uh, it would be interesting to see Animal Crossing get like a big DLC pack. I, I just don't. And we'll talk about this a little later, but I think part of the fun of that would be seeing what it would be. Like, what would they come up with to make us pay for some big expansion to the game, you know? Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I guess for me, we've kind of already seen um, microtransactions in a different way. So Animal Crossing New Leaf Welcome Amiibo, that update added Amiibo functionality, um, hence mm-hmm. the welcoming to Amiibo. <laughs> <laughs> so every uh, you could buy either figures or cards. And when you'd scan these in, you'd get five meow coupons, which is a type of in-game currency, you know? <laughs> so you're essentially paying money to get some in-game currency. Mm-hmm. Of course, the one benefit to this is it's reusable. You don't just buy... It's not like the leaf tickets in Pocket Camp where you buy them once, use them once, and then they're gone. It's like you buy your Amiibo figure, so you you get an Isabel figure. You scan that in. You can scan it in the next day and get more. And you can keep doing it every single day, you know? Right. But that is kind of a microtransaction, especially when you're like me who bought every single Animal Crossing amiibo. <laughs> um, I'm still, and I'm still planning on buying more because I'm still missing seven cards and I've got to get that Isabel Smash amiibo. Yes, Come on. exactly. I need that. Um, so anyways, uh, you have people like me that are essentially the, what do they call those, whales? In um, like the mm. mobile gaming side where you have a whale and they just keep paying for your game. <laughs> Um, they're I your supporter. I like it. <laughs> I think that's the term for it. It might. It might I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard that be used in that sense. Anybody correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but it would be cool if they at least like kept amiibo functionality, um, just to give us some extra things. For example, we've we're getting fortune cookies in um, Pocket Camp. Right. I think it would be cool if kind of like happy home designer where if you uh, i guess connected your game with your new leaf you would get um some special items from happy home designer i think it's it would be cool to have some crossover with pocket camp where if you connect your pocket camp game you have access to like all the items you had in that game but it would also be cool if oh say you don't really play pocket camp you missed all of these fortune cookies um, say you missed the Stitches fortune cookie, for example, mm-hmm. but you have his Amiibo card. Go ahead, scan that in. You get those fortune cookie items. Oh. So, I don't know. I, I think they could come up with some cool thing where it's like, it's like microtransactions, but you also can keep using them over and over. Because I think that's the biggest right. bummer for me with microtransactions is that once you use it, it's gone and you just don't get any more out of it. Yeah, that's a good point. And it, it's true that Nintendo is going to have to handle DLC for an Animal Crossing very carefully because we're used to not paying for it. So if we are going to start, it has to be done just right. And I do agree with you that Amiibo functionality will probably be, uh, it should be part of the game. Even for, you know, unlocking the villagers that you want in your town, I think there's going to be a way... What I was thinking is, let's say they do up the number of villagers in your town, let's say to 15. So I'm thinking the first seven are going to be there when you move in, and then another six are going to move in randomly. Then another one comes from a friend connection that you either visit locally or online. And then after that, so after number 15, that's when you can start using Amiibo. Basically, so you don't you don't start right away from the beginning and just build your perfect town i mean that would be a nice feature but i think it might take away from the excitement of animal crossing of meeting new villagers that you didn't know before or that you haven't really dealt with before yeah and you know as you're explaining that another way they could do it is essentially when you could use amiibo in new leaf when you got the magic lamp and they could just put a gate on getting the magic lamp till you've reached that villager number, you know? Right, yes. Um, and then that's the point where you get that item, and then all of a sudden you can scan an amiibo, and it's cool. Yeah, it could be that, or it could just be by number of days played also. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, too. Uh, like, say you have to pit lay for two weeks. That's a good amount of time, two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> right. And I guess there are people who will time travel that right away. <laughs> Hopefully they don't, uh, because it's fun to wait. Uh, I know waiting is hard, but it, it pays off. It's oh, great. Yeah. It's part of the fun, for sure. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and like you mentioned, I think there will still be free DLC items. You know, we're used to... Getting a couple little things, um, it used to be like once a month, but I, I think they might do something once a week. Uh, uh, just a, a little free item, just just so it's there. I would love if they did it like more frequently. Like, I mean, opt. Uh, I would love daily, but weekly is just as good. <laughs> um, just to know, like every, I don't know, every week you can go to the post office, talk to Pelly or Phyllis, whoever's working when you're playing. Um, and then just talk to them and say, hey, is there any new stuff for me? And they're like, yeah, Nintendo just sent over this for you. Uh, here's your package. Um, we, you know, post office stuff. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I would love that if they just continue doing that type of DLC. And that also reminds me, there was also um, the Spot Pass type of DLC where if, I think for a lot of people, it was hard to get street pass in animal crossing yes um mm -hmm. and street pass in general was hard depending on where you lived i was lucky and i was at college during the height of the game and everybody walked around with their ds or their 3ds so i got tons of street pass all the time um and so you'd always see their town their homes pop up in the happy home showcase i think nintendo would also send some homes over through spot pass you know yes that's right so so that's another thing they could do i would love if they did that yeah for sure and if they you know you mentioned po potentially getting daily items i think if we do get the ones from pocket camp there's enough content there to to get daily items for quite a while yeah that's true they have made an impressive amount of i guess items in that game at this point you know right uh, so i would i I, I don't know. I'm not against it being in this game. I would love to see, especially like some of the amenities that they made. Um, yes. Definitely. That'd be really cool. Definitely. So one, the biggest idea that I had for paid DLC has to do with the furniture series. And what I was thinking was something like this. Nintendo could announce, let's say about 24 of them, right? So they would give you the name of the series and maybe show one of the items just so you get an idea of the overall look. And then they could do something like a poll either in the game itself or with the mobile app so that people vote for their favorite out of the 24. And then the, the once it's time for them to be released, Nintendo could put them out maybe once a, one, one a month and they would come out in order based on whichever one was the most popular. So I think this gives Nintendo time to actually make them so that because I know it's an issue when people believe or or notice that DLC is things that are in the game already. So this this actually wouldn't be the case. Nintendo would be taking the time to make the brand new items to the series. And it also involves the players, you know, the people that are actually going to be paying for the DLC. They can vote for the one they want sooner. That would be really cool, actually. I like what I like about it is like 24 brand new furniture items or series, you know, mm -hmm. um, and having that's two years of DLC right. <laughs> that people who, you know, buy it right away would get those for the next two years as they're playing the game. But I think what's also cool is people who get the game like maybe a year into it and there are already 12 series um, mm -hmm. available like they could just buy the DLC and just automatically get some awesome new things to decorate their home. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like you said, it could be like a season pass thing. You you buy the pass and you get all of them as they come out. Or if you only like a couple of them, you can just buy those individually whenever they come out. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing that I thought about, though, is that for the most part, I just think it would be better if those items of for these uh, pay DLC, you wouldn't be able to sell those or gift them or trade them. This would avoid any item duplicate glitches or also 
you could potentially sell or trade something on accident, something that you paid for. So if they prevent you from doing that, that, that would take care of that issue. I know it's not ideal, but I think that would be the best way to do it. Yeah, or at least make them like really cheap reorders, like maybe even like charge zero bells, like go over to Tom or Nookling Junction, um, whichever mm -hmm. one, you know, you probably have to upgrade it a little bit before you get that catalog machine where you can see what you have. But it'd be good if there was because uh, th those things are pretty organized. And so you click on that machine, there's a DLC section, and then you could just reorder the things that you sold or order extras, you know? Ooh, um, extras is nice. <laughs> yeah, just in case you want more of a certain item. So I think that'd ah, be a good true. way to handle it and still keep them like, because, you know, I feel like part of the fun is accident people being able to accidentally sell their amazing mm -hmm. things um, <laughs> and regret it for the rest of their lives. Um, <laughs> that's part of the fun, you know? So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just feel like there should be a way to recover them easily. Yes, yes, definitely. And when I was thinking about the furniture series, I had an idea. What if they add some series that are basically it would be one for each species of villagers. So there would be the dog series, the cat, the deer, everything, all of them. So they could have either photographs or images of a specific villagers of that type or it could just be like generic cats and dogs or silhouettes or cartoony looking but i think it would be, re it would be really cool i would really like a, a cub or panda one imagine the panda series yes that would be so cool <laughs> <laughs> i would love that if we just got animal themed things and then you know anybody that moved into our town we just send them letters with that furniture and tell them to put it in oh, their house yes. <laughs> that would be That's too good. cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't know i love all of these ideas so far um i guess it's hard to think of like how they could handle dlc but i think that's a good way to do it especially mm -hmm. when i don't know I, I feel like i like this option a lot more than i like spending money on leaf tickets and maybe getting something out of a fortune cookie that i'm looking for you know Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like Nintendo would just get more money out of that because after a while, people, maybe people don't want the DLC because they're like, oh, I don't know. I still have tons of items that I want to get just in this game that's that are already available. Right, and, right. Mm -hmm. And then eventually they have a ton of those and they're like, oh, you know what? I want these new items now. <laughs> so, that's yeah, true. it'd be cool. <laughs> Um, so did you have any other DLC ideas before I get into mine that are not as good? <laughs> yeah, because, it, you know, it's it's complicated. You, you don't want Nintendo to make you pay for features or for extra modes or, or things that are that would take longer to make for them to put into the game. Or it, it, it's things that should be available for everyone, regardless of whenever they buy the game. So a couple of others that would work as pay DLC, I'm thinking... Maybe if they offer unique colors or exterior uh, patterns for your exterior decorations, that, that could work. Maybe different types of trees. Also, unique clothing items and also maybe emotions. That might that one, it's a little tricky. I, I would prefer if everyone gets all the emotions, but maybe they could be some free DLC ones too. Yeah, and those things, I would love new trees. I want all sorts of different trees. Right. <laughs> um, because that's, uh, I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that could be stuff that's just like packed in with the deal that you get. So, right. I don't know. Uh, I think I think it's cool. I, I want new trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I'll go into mine. I, I didn't, I guess I more remembered... A lot of the DLC stuff that we've gotten where it was like once a month we would get an item. Um, mm -hmm. There was like the Nook Clock, the Cat Tower, a bunch of different little things. Yes. And then <laughs> after a while, there was also the monthly one where you got kind of your star, a, a star sign based thing, like astrology based item. Yes. Um, so every month you would get like an Aquarius urn, you know, something like that. And whatever there was for all the other 
<laughs> things. That's right. just the one that I remember. Um, <laughs> but y- yeah, and, and then also the like spot pass that you would get. So you got like a free street pass guest in your Happy Home Showcase. Um, I think those are things that are, Nintendo could easily, I guess, do in the next game. Kind of like they keep they kept updating Splatoon with new things as the game um, went on. Right. And so I feel like they could do that. And Animal Crossing could be like one of those games where it keeps getting free DLC, but then at some point gets that premium DLC package. Mm. And then for me, I guess my idea was I wouldn't mind getting a new area in the town. Maybe it even just an option to expound, expand your town map and make it bigger. Um, Because then you just get, like, more space to build more things in your town, you know? Right. Um, So I wouldn't mind one of those things. Or just, like, one of those new areas where we always talk about, like, going into a cave and hunting for ore, going into a forest where you get mushrooms and stuff. Like, it'd be cool to just have (laughs) a special area that you go to to get extras of things that you have, or things that you want, you know? Yes. Mm. So... I don't know. I, I think those were my ideas, kind of like expanding the existing things, um, especially like if you could expand your town just a little bit more, you could fit like and maybe. Oh, th- this was another idea I had, like even adding um, new terrains, like it'd be cool to get a new oh, terrain, yes. like you could make a ski resort or like an island section or some sort of like volcano, you know, just like giving you more things that you can do to the land that you're on, you know? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those were my ideas. They're things that I would want just in the base game. But if I had to pay for something, I'd pay for that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's interesting to think how they're going to implement the DLC. And it's interesting and scary to think of how much I'm happily going to spend on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're going to be spending a lot of money on this game. Right, right. So, yeah, I'm actually excited and kind of yeah, looking forward to finding out how they do it. And I think they're going to do it the right way. Nintendo is very, very good at doing pay DLC in a great way. And they keep showing it. And, and also free, free DLC and free constant updates and expansions and additions. So... I think we're going to see both of them, and I think both are going to be done really well in Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah, I think so, too. They've been doing a great job with the big DLC packages that they've been doing. Um, So uh, just keep it up. Keep it up for Animal Crossing. Right. (laughs) All right, so let's get into our last little segment, and that is Haken's Villager Corner. And for those who don't know, this is I ask a question to our patrons on Patreon every week, and they give us an answer This week's question is, do you want to be able to build a bigger home in Animal Crossing Switch? So my inspiration behind this was thinking about the different upgrades in the games that we got. Um, For example, (laughs) Animal Crossing, the very first one, we got three different rooms. You had your main room, upstairs, and downstairs. Wild World, you all lived in one house, so they expanded how big you could make it. So that's the one that introduced you have your main room, your three rooms that go off of the main room, and then uh, an upstairs. And I don't remember if it had the basement in that one. I I don't. I think it did, but I am not 100% sure. Um, City Folk, you went back to that um base animal crossing size you know right right where you, you just had the three rooms and then new leaf everybody got a giant house <laughs> a giant mansion you know right um so anyways that was my inspiration and so we'll go back and forth on these sergio uh do yes. you want to start yes sounds good and the first answer is by dragonflame 323 and he says yes if they could expand the sizes of homes beyond what was available in, in New Leaf by at least one or two more expansions to develop a few more upstairs or downstairs rooms or even that coveted back or front yard, I think that would be great. And I personally like having more tangible goals to shoot for. And that's true. There's a lot of people that play Animal Crossing just to get the biggest house they can and to pay off their mortgage completely. So if they add this, this would add more playability, more things to do, more tangible things like Dragon Set. 
Yeah, and I think a lot of people kind of complain that Tom Nook's always charging you more for a bigger house. And <laughs> I, I'm always like, man, I want to pay off even more and get even more things. Um, right. So, like, one of the things is, like, I would love if they had campers in our game still. And it gave you even more loans to pay off to make your camper bigger. <laughs> and they bring in the OK Motors people because I love them. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm down for a bigger house, too. <laughs> um, so Sarah says, sure, I like having a goal to work toward, especially since in New Leaf, I ended up with hundreds of millions of bells with nothing to spend them on. It'd be nice if we could further expand the inside or even expand our yard area. If we have one, maybe one of the inside expansions could be a room for a roommate, a villager of your choice. That there are a lot of uh, cool ideas in this one. Yes, <laughs> um, a yard. That's one of the main things I want in Animal Crossing. I want to be able to make a yard in my house where I can, yes. uh, you know, happy home designer style, put whatever type of furniture I want on my own place, <laughs> and yeah, it, being able to. Ex- I, I hadn't even thought of being able to expand your yard and make it even bigger. Right. So that's a great idea, and then having. A bigger place to have a roommate. That's yes. cool too. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, great ideas there. Definitely. Next, uh, next answer is by Arden and Herman, and the answer is no. But we would like to be able to build tree houses. That's a really cool one too. I, I never thought of that, and, and now that I have, I definitely want it. Yeah, tree houses are so cool. I am down for tree houses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tab says, yes, I'm sure Tom Nook would like that as well. (laughs) You can never have enough room to display your favorite items. I can't wait to do some interior decorating and see how you all decorate your homes. Um, Yeah, and that's a good Mm. point, too. Like, you only, you run out of things that you can do in a room um, slash a house, and you're just like, oh, I wish I had room to do this. And so it'd be nice to have extra room to keep decorating because that is a big part of the game. Right, exactly. Next answer is by Emily with two E's. And she says, yes, it would be not only amazing to expand the house size, but pick a style to go with it, like a castle. I think you guys mentioned once to have the ability to downsize, have different room shapes, maybe even the placement of rooms too. I want the house possibilities to be endless. That's true. We we talked about different sizes and downsizing, make, going back to a smaller room, to a hallway. I really like the idea of uh, picking where the placement is, where the doors are. That they they don't always have to be right in the middle on the side. You know, they can be towards the corner. So endless possibilities would be great. Yeah, I would love that. Um, especially uh, like that reminds me, Happy Home Designer. You had the option to choose different doors for your rooms mm-hmm. um so that'd be a cool thing too um oh, yeah. but yeah i i definitely want just more control over how you design your house because then that also adds to the i guess uniqueness of every place that you go to um mm-hmm. for example like i play new leaf now like once a week when i'm doing my weekly updates and i go to a random other town and i'm like okay i wonder how many rooms they have now instead of having that thought i'm gonna go into a place and be like oh i wonder how they've arranged their home and so it'll it just adds another layer of excitement there yes definitely so emily with one y says (laughs) i think the maximum house size is good for my needs the museum is great if i feel i need some more room to display things i'd like to be able to downsize rooms instead as some of my rooms ideas just don't suit the biggest space available different shapes or rooms would also be cool too yes I uh, shapes of rooms awesome it'd be cool to uh, just decide I don't want a square shaped room I want it to be rectangular you right know? <laughs> right um, I want it to have all these cool angles or something um, but downsizing is also huge I want to yes. be able to downsize because you're to- uh, she's totally right with saying that some ideas that you have just don't fit in that big size like it feels off like right. it needs to be a little smaller cozier you know Right, right. Yeah, that downside scene just makes a lot of sense sometimes. It makes a lot of sense as a feature. The next answer is by Grizzly Nina, and she says, No, thank you. I really enjoy the feel of small cottages, 
and even in my May game, I never expanded my house all the way. I thought it started to feel like a cold mansion after a while, especially when the villager houses were so much smaller. I would much rather have the rooms change purposes instead of just getting bigger and bigger. Maybe the left expansion is a greenhouse, the back room is a garden, or a top floor adds a balcony. Yes, yes, this, this is amazing. <laughs> you should be able to decide what you want on your expansion. Yeah, that would be really good um, because I feel like a lot of the times you're directed toward what's next in the expansions. And right. Yeah. I, I just give us some variety with that. <laughs> so Alex or Coconut says, I thought this would be an easy yes for me, but after seeing everyone's answers, I'm conflicted. I'll piggyback off some uh, some others and just say, yes, the current size seems just right, maybe even smaller, but as long as they add yards, I'd be happy. When visiting England, I saw some itty-bitty tiny backyards, so something along that the size I saw there. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. th that's pretty cool. Like You don't need a big yard, and I love the idea of being able to upgrade or downgrade and that also being able to go across with the yard size you know yes exactly because i do want a big backyard if i'm able to invite the villagers there for like a barbecue <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that would be so fun <laughs> <laughs> so next answer is by second and the answer is i feel like the new leaf in wild world houses are a bit too big but if they give us other ways to customize our home like front or front lawn or backyard and being able to move the doors to the other rooms around then i would say yes hopefully we get a dedicated bedroom like in city folk and wild world because it's a bit weird to have your house full of furniture and no beds but have the implication that your characters sleep in the house that's true you know there's houses out there that have no beds so maybe <laughs> there's a way they can prevent that yeah, I would love if villagers had bigger homes, um, just so they could have, like, you know, a bedroom, a kind of a space that makes sense, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that'd be cool. Um, so the last answer is from Cheryl Jones or Jeslyn from Discord. And she says, having the option for more or bigger rooms would be fine. Perhaps the ability to mix room sizes, but... I really want to be able to decorate front and backyards. I always found it weird we could get a lot of outdoor furniture in New Leaf, but not put anything outside. It might also be nice, if we have vehicles, to have an attached or detached garage to furnish. Yep, I'm suburban. <laughs> I, I hadn't even thought of garages. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like getting a whole new type of room that you can make, that would be amazing. Uh, I'd be blown away by that. <laughs> yeah, you um, could do handiwork there. <laughs> yeah, and she makes a really good point about like all the different backyard furniture we get, but never really have a use for. That right, makes exactly. Sense. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think that'd be good to add, good to have. Um, yeah, I I would like it. <laughs> yes, the more the merrier. Yeah, so I don't know. I am really. It seems like a lot of people are really excited about yards. Like, I think that's the main thing a lot of us want at this yes. point. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think we're going to see an update like that to the game where we see get yards? I think so, especially because of Happy Home Designer, how it kind of it introduced that already. More about the exterior and also Pocket Camp. So, I just think it's it just makes so much sense. It has to be. Yeah, I, I think... They could even make that, like, one of the DLC offerings that they give us. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would buy that. I, there are a oh, lot yeah. of things I would buy <laughs> and that are Animal Crossing related. So, probably doesn't help, but I would buy it. <laughs> Alright, so thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join the Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. If you do want to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. For just a dollar, you can support our show and get tons of cool things like... 
getting your opinions heard in Haken's Villager Corner and getting your ideas out there. I think that's pretty fun. Um, Well, check out Patreon. You can see our current goals to improve the show and our content. We try to make it worth it because we really appreciate your support. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about your thoughts on a Nintendo Direct in January or answer the the Haken Villager question. I love reading the comments, so yeah, just let us know. And please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And it has been growing a lot, so thank you all so much for doing that all the time. Yes. And once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody.